Hey, here we go. Here we are. Ads. 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 As additions. Sponsor time. So uh, let's start. Let's start with sponsors. All right. Start at the top. Let's start at the. It's not. It's not really a numerical list. It's no. not. There's not a top or a bottom or a middle, but there are three, so you can sandwich them together however you want. That's right. So choose your own adventure ad reel. Um, but I'm going to start randomly with EPS. Ooh, EPS. I know. They usually get like the endo, but they're getting the top of the pops today. I know. I so mix it up. EPS is amazeballs. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, they are. Uh, they they do amazing things in the aerospace industry. Uh, but more recently, something I'm super stoked about is they have launched a podcast. Yes. With two fellows named Spencer. Right. Which, Spencer I and mean, Spencer. It's how so often great. does that duo actually come to fruition? <laughs> right. I don't know that you've ever had two Spencers in the same room in your lifetime, <laughs> let alone partnering on a podcast, but it's called the Aviation Renaissance, and it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. What they're doing is they're taking industry professionals and kind of hearing their genesis stories, why they're excited about the tech that they're developing, and it's, it's one of those things like, I remember when Spencer... Right. First mm-hmm. started with the company. He's like, I'm so excited. I'm like, dude, you guys make batteries. <laughs> but having gotten to know more about what they really do, I'm like, holy right. shit, that's exciting stuff, man. Yeah. So very cool yeah. stuff. So check out the Aviation Podcast with Spencer and Spencer and all things EPS. They're on the website. They're in the links in the description of this episode. Moving right along. Yes. Uh, to my boy, <laughs> Ian. Yes. The Pixie Planner. The Pixie Planner. <laughs> I'm so glad to have him back on the show. I know. For a multitude of reasons. One of my favorite things, and we didn't talk about this since he's been back, but um, initially he was quite forthright with him being the hairiest pixie. Right, yeah. And I, <laughs> I serve with Ian, so I can vouch for that. Um, but he's awesome. He's He's got his... Fingers in all things, Disney, Universal, yeah. Disney Cruise Line, Sandals. I mean, he's just the vacation guru, does all the legwork for you. And here's what's cool. Right now, they're doing a Universal special. Ooh. Uh, so if you do four plus nights at Universal, mm-hmm. he can get you like 33% off. Oh, wow. What a great deal. Right, which is pretty massive. Um, there's a little, I mean, you've got to use it before December 31st, but tis right. the season, guys. Right. So exactly. Um, and here's the other thing. If you book a deal now. Mm-hmm. And like a week later, there's a better deal. Mm-hmm. Ian's going to give you that one instead. Nice. So check That's him out. That's really the um, best part. If you go to com slash Pixie Ian, it'll <laughs> take you straight to his site and you can check him out and book your next trip with him. Yes. Lastly, but certainly not leastly, I, I will never stop saying good things about this thing. I use it. <laughs> I mean, you see me. I use this every single yes. day. Every day. Um, and it's called Popple mm-hmm. and it's a digital business card, but it is way more than that. It's yeah. not like... You know, there's a lot of these on the market right now, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is the new cool thing, and they, they try and sell you the gold one, like that right. makes any difference? Yeah, no, it doesn't. The cool thing about Popple <laughs> is they have tons of devices, everything from like a wrist wearable one to mm-hmm. like little pucks you can put down at event spaces. Yep, they've got keychains. Keychain babies. They've got all <laughs> that stuff. But I use it, you know, just with my phone. Like mm-hmm. you have a QR code that's attached to your actual profile, right? And anyone can scan it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tap their phone; they just scan it, and they've got all the information, right? And it's it's awesome. Yeah, and right. if they want to share their information with you because it's a mutual connection, right. there's a place where they can do that. And now they have yours, and you have theirs, and it's all in this neat little package. And it's not wonky at all. Like if you no. get a new connection through Popple, mm-hmm. it shows up just like adding a connection to your phone regularly. Yeah. And so you just hit add contact and boom, there's all their information and the same on the other person's end. So it's really organic, really user friendly 
And it's just cool. Like, yeah. I just love it. it and it's you, easy to set up, and you can add in all your social links if you have a podcast, if you have a website. Right. All the places that they could find you, it's it's all right there. And tons of insights. Yeah. I mean, as far as, like, how you're doing. So, right. you know me. If you're me, an analytics I'm guy, a like... Geek. <laughs> like <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to... I want to vamp too long, but I could geek out about that thing yeah. all, for a week because I love it. So, mm-hmm. anyway, check it out. There's a link in the description. If you go to com slash popple, you can save 20% off your order if you want to get one of your own, and I really, really recommend it. Anyway, yes. today, because it is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I think we're probably going to do this for the rest of the episodes of the month, we're going to talk some mental health stuff. Yes, definitely. Uh, the first one we're going to touch on is not going to surprise anybody because it's <laughs> ever-present, but... Um, you know, because one of our newer sponsors, BetterHelp, we talked about them already. Like, they're kind of burnout experts, and they got mm-hmm. me to think we haven't covered a show about burnout in probably two years. Yeah, it's been a while. And it hasn't gone away. Nope, so it is an ever-present issue. We're going to talk a little bit about burnout today, yep. some causation stuff, some key indicators that you might be experiencing it, mm-hmm. and some ways to deal with it. So, absolutely. without further uh, or do, any more do, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off. Discovery. Going throttle up. Tranquility base here. The Eagle has landed. All right, here we go. Here we are. Burnout time. <laughs> Not. That's the thing. I do remember, I think I wrote a blog about this, Mm -hmm. like, a long time ago. And it was something about burnouts aren't cool, and I used the image of a Challenger doing burnouts. Challengers are cool cars, by the way. (laughs) Cool guys drive those. How would you know? I don't know, just a hunch. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's funny because we did the show, like, probably a year and a half ago, and Mm -hmm. then haven't really touched back on it, which is peculiar because it happens to everyone all the stinking time. Yes, Yes, it is an ever-present issue. And so I think probably a good start point is one of the most glaring, because, you know, like, I could reach back into the military for right. times I got burnt out, but that's called mission. Like, that, <laughs> that's called Tuesday. Um, but I think more specifically, like, I want to talk the civilian side of the house, because mm-hmm. in a combat environment, like, yeah, no shit. Makes sense right. to burn out. Right. But in the civilian side of the house, particularly if you've been through harder things, Mm-hmm. you don't equate burnout to what you're doing as a civilian or, you know, in whatever. You could be in a job you love mm-hmm. and not real. You would never compartmentalize that maybe I'm burnout because this is the thing I love. Right. And then right. Gonna, Just because you love it doesn't mean that you can't get burnt out doing it. Right. And so it's funny because I remember when, when I, right before I left the corporate civilian side of the house, mm-hmm. I was kind of at my limit. Yes. And I, would, I didn't. I would say that's accurate. That is a true and accurate <laughs> statement. But. Going through it, like, it all kind of built up. And I didn't realize that I I had every single symptom of burnout, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I was tired. I was detached. I was a little bit bummed out all the damn time, like, all the damn time. Yeah, having some anxiety issues. Oh, hell, man. I remember pulling into the parking lot at work and just having, like, you know, shortness of breath, like, panic panic attacks. attacks And I was like, what the fuck is going on, man? (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of explained it to you. You're like, oh, you're burnout. I'm like, oh, that's possible as a civilian. (laughs) Right, right, yeah. But it's true. And it was like, you know, it's one of those things that it creeps up on you. Yeah. And then once you realize that you've got it, you're burnt out. It's like, I won't say too late, but you're deep because you're having, like, physiological responses. And that's the part, I think, that doesn't get talked about too much when we talk about it because... 
people think, oh, you're just bummed out or you're just feeling overwhelmed. Right. But it really does cause physiological responses like heart palpitations, shortness of breath, like right. things that mirror and mimic heart attacks. Right, right. Because you're fucking burnt out. Right. <laughs> and and as tempting as it is from someone who maybe hasn't experienced it or in, in the same capacity or for the same reason or, or whatever, it's tempting to be like, oh, you're fine. Just uh, drink some cold water. Right. Lay down for a few minutes. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> but that is not really a solution for when you are truly burnt out. I mean, burnout is is more than like, oh, I need to go to bed earlier tonight. Right. You know? <laughs> no, I mean, I remember when I was Everybody in it, gets tired. It was like, well, I'm not giving myself enough time to decompress. Right. And so let me get up even earlier so I have longer to lift because that's like my outlet. Right. But that wasn't doing it. No. Then I was just adding more fatigue on top of it. Right. <laughs> right. I think the thing is, is we're all living in some sort of pressure cooker of life. And it is... It is a very delicate balance, just as if you were preparing a meal for your family to, you got to pull it out at the right time. You can't let it go too long. You're going to get it all cooked up and dried right. out. And when you get to the cooked up, dried out, you are burnt out. I yeah, mean, if, you're done. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that. <laughs> and I think, you know, but in, in the world, mm. most of the time folks equate this to work. Right. And I, I, I know we say it in the BetterHelp plug, but it's absolutely true, and it's not something that folks talk about too much, is it's any role you fill on the planet. Right. Whether it's one that you're doing voluntarily, mm-hmm. one that is, you know, obligatory, like whatever it is. Like, right. And it's funny because we've, we've touched on this before on the show, but when you were a little girl, mm-hmm. your life's ambition right. was to get married, right. be a wife and a mom. Exactly. You know, like you were <laughs> that, you was, were that kid that growing up. That was everything up. I wanted. I had my wedding planned. I had my right. children named, you know. You could have and gone And I through. came along and fucked it all up. <laughs> no, you were my, my knight in shining armor. You came and swept me away, and we have four beautiful children. <laughs> Midday and rusty aluminum foil, not knight in shining armor. <laughs> oh, but that's cool. Stop I'll take it. it. <laughs> but, but the one thing you don't imagine when you're a little girl is how much work it is. And how exhausted you are and how much energy it takes, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally. And while it was the desire of my heart to be a mother, then it was like, I'm exhausted. Right. And, and thinking about changing one more diaper or feeding one more bottle and having to get thrown up on, you know, it was, would literally, it had that, you know, bring you to your knees kind of feeling. Right. Like, I can't. I just, I can't. And nobody wants to feel that way about their own children. And um, it just is really overwhelming when you're in, right. in the moments of it. But when you can reach out to someone and say, I'm recognizing that I'm having some struggles here. I need, could you do the next diaper change and let me sleep longer? Could you do this, you know, bottle feeding for me? Because I, I, it, became, it becomes a point where it's like you literally can't. Right, and that I think is an important thing that you just said that is really the first part of this, right? And it's funny because I was having a conversation with another veteran uh, last week about like how all this shakes out and, you know, the... I came up with a, a phrase that I've coined now a little bit, and it's um, emotional hypochondriac. Yeah. <laughs> which is it's like really a good one. <laughs> one of my new favorite things. But it's true. The more, the more you know about a topic, mm-hmm. whether it's medicine or mental health or whatever, like most, a lot of folks have had a lot of exposure to 
signs and symptoms of depression and, you right. know, yeah. ways to prevent suicide because you go to all these different trainings, whether you're civilian or military, wherever, wherever you are on the planet. And yeah. so you know how to identify it and you know intervention steps to take right. to help. Right. And so what happens then is you, you become this like self-diagnosing, self-pseudo-medicating human right. that just says, oh, I've, I've got burnout. Here's what I should do. Here's what I should do. And so you read whatever health self-help book and you mm-hmm. start doing, you know, morning meditation and that's supposed to be the fucking fix. But the truth right. of it is you cannot fix that on your own. Right. Right. What Maybe you just it's said a- about <laughs> asking for help or just, here's the thing, man, it's not even, you, sometimes you don't even need like professional help. Sometimes no, you just need someone to align with you and go, right. yeah, like I can see why you're burnout. Right. Right. Someone to just understand and then to go, oh, Okay, well, you're dressed. Why don't you uh, run run out and, you know, get a pedicure? Why don't you run right. out and just drive around and listen to music for a little bit? You don't, you don't have to do anything crazy. <laughs> and I know when, when I was running through it, it was like just the acknowledgement that you got it, that someone else yeah. could see why, mm-hmm. that was enough. Right. Now, it didn't keep me in that space for too much longer. Right. I was like, okay, good. I can nug away long enough to get the fuck out of this place. <laughs> right. But you do appreciate it when someone can recognize your situation and go, you work really, really hard. I'm not surprised that you are, you know, at your limit. Right. And I think when, you, when you're at your limit, it's, and you know you're the person that's recognized it for someone else, you need to step in and do something. You know, right. it's more than just recognizing it. You have to you have to figure out either through a conversation or just a surprise. <laughs> you got to figure out how to take something off their plate. And the other thing I'll say about it is, if the person that is burnt out comes to you and says, "I can't do this anymore," right? You have to be open to having the conversation of what that looks like and what that means and how that how that works. Yeah, I mean, for example, you yeah. know, I came to you and I was like, "I feel like I'm taking crazy pills," right? <laughs> yes. Because it had all just built up yeah <laughs> and um and the conversation that we had to have was like hey so here's what i'm thinking right i'm thinking i walk away from all of our income <laughs> yes and just make something up right tell me more and then we'll get paid from that right okay <laughs> <laughs> now most people in your position would have been like you're out of your mind and now i feel like i'm taking crazy pills <laughs> Now we're all taking crazy pills and we need a lot of help. (laughs) But you didn't. You were very supportive. And what's crazy is you were more, I think it just speaks to who you are because you're a hyper encourager and like, you know, (laughs) you want people to be better. But you, you were more geared towards, well, let's get the hell out of there then. Yeah. Than I was. Because I was like, yeah, no, that can't be the solution (laughs) because that's crazy. (laughs) I I think the thing is though, is that it, it, there is some of that that is specific to your situation, you know, for who the other person is, for what, how it all is going to fit together. And I, I know and have known that you are a super dedicated, super driven, super committed, super loyal person. And had I said, sorry, honey, you're just going to have to suck it up and deal with it because right. that's what we've decided. You would have said, okay. Yeah. And you'd have been like, that makes sense. And you would have continued to drive to work every single day and we would still be doing it. But I would have lost you. Oh, yeah. There, there would be nothing of you left. No. There, there would be no joy in Mudville. There would be, no, you know, definitely I mean, not. it just, and to me, that, it was not worth it. It was not worth it to lose you. I would, I would rather do anything. I would rather downsize. I would rather sell cars. I would rather, right. you know, anything, anything, honestly, and be happy and enjoy the time that we have together than 
be be miserable right. forcing ourselves through these burnt out phases and never coming on the other side of it. Yeah, and it's funny because, you know, within what, maybe four months, five months yeah. of getting out of there, yep. like the kids were even like, gosh, things are so much better. Right. Because you do start to lose who you are. Yeah. And it, everyone's like, oh, well, that's just life. No. No. That's burnout, homie. Right. Like you, you, if you are okay, right. then you should do what you do and right. still feel good later. Right, right. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's kind of the signs of depression. You know, when you're looking at someone and they're starting to give their prized possessions away. There's there right. Things that normally have brought them joy are not giving them joy anymore. They don't want to get up and do things. They, you know, sleep is really the kind of, you know, the cocoon right. of, of where they want to live because they're, they are physically and mentally and emotionally exhausted. And when you see those signs in someone, it's time to do something. And, you know, I, I come from a, a world that kind of processes that data differently. Right. And so for me and folks like me, it's the complete opposite. Yeah. If you see us burning the candle at both ends, constantly consumed by work, always like go, 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 go. Right. It's like, that's a problem. Yes. Because that person thinks that if they if they let off the gas for right. a second, it's all going to come crashing down because they're stressed out. Yes. Well, and I think the other thing, too, I think the way society is right now is that the busier you are and the more things you have on your calendar and the more places you have to be and the people that you're meeting up with, it is like this badge of honor that you right. get to wear. No sleep. Right. Idiot. That's ridiculous. Take that, a nap, son. Right. That's ridiculous. Take, Take a, a standard 30. A standard 30 is what we call them around here. <laughs> That's Take right. A standard 30. We are believers in naps. Union like, mandated for real. standard 30. <laughs> exactly. On, on any given weekday, you can find us taking a standard 30. A standard 30. They give you breaks at work. That's right. We work from the house. Exactly. I'm going to take my standard 30. Thank you very much. <laughs> but the thing is. is that and like any good employee, if we haven't taken we're like, boss. <laughs> That's right. Hey, honey. About my 30, man. About my 30. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. When you are a self-employed person or entrepreneur or you have a lot of side projects that you volunteer for because those can burn you out right. too, then you're, you're compiling <laughs> a whole bunch of different things. You have to be able to look out for your own mental health, physical well-being, emotional well-being, all of it. Right. And so if taking a 30-minute nap, taking a 30-minute break to watch your, your show in the afternoon or to listen to music or do something keeps you from coming unglued right. or feeling like you're coming unglued, do it. It's hey. totally worth it. Before we started, I, I thought about my, my Tuesday theory. Yeah. You know how I feel about Tuesday. Yes, <laughs> Tuesday. For some of you, if you don't understand my theory about Tuesday, it will make sense why I go, why I always reference Tuesday on the right. show. Right? <laughs> but I have a theory about Tuesday, and that is that it, it's, number one, it's the most innocuous day of the week. Right. And so you don't give it much credit. Right. It's just there. It's a filler day, really, because right. Monday, it's like, got to hit the ground running. Right. Wednesday, halfway there, halfway. we're going to have to start tying things up and finishing the week out. Right. And Thursday and Friday are just go, go, go to get the hell out of the right. door, right? Friday's weekend junior. And because of that, <laughs> you don't give Tuesday a lot of credit. Right. And that little son of a bitch will fuck you up. That's right. And he will sneak up. Right. Uppercut a punk ass. And, and Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday looks at you and goes, I've just sucked one year of your life away. Right. <laughs> And so when you wind up in a place where every day feels like that, right? Like the the mastermind that I share with Mitch is I I have started a what the hell Wednesday thread. Yeah. Because Tuesday just kicked your ass. Right. And you didn't see it coming. It happens. It's the day where the the bright, shiny ideas from Monday kind of took a giant shit. (laughs) And, and, you know, I mean, take it to like 
a parenting perspective yeah. or even a corporate perspective. Right. Parenting perspective, you've got like Monday, we're going to come out the door and this, this, and this. And what happens? Monday, one of them's running a fever. And then, right. you know, this one's right. got this thing that you didn't know about until just now. And, <laughs> right. you know, yeah. we got to buy cleats for something else. We got a whole project to do in the next 15 minutes. <laughs> right. And so all your ambitious plans for Monday go right out the window because right. Tuesday yeah. just kicks your ass. Yeah. And Wednesday, you're going, what the hell just happened? Man? Right. I had this thing under control. (laughs) But when you when you get in the run of everyday feeling like that, every day is catch up. Every day is what the hell just happened. I didn't see this coming. That is a good indicator because your brain cannot process. I mean, it's an amazing piece of equipment. Truly, it is. Yeah. But when it gets inundated with all the bad chemicals, the stress chemicals, and all that stuff, it doesn't. You're not going to hit flow state, I don't know, ever. Ever, right, right. You're going to have to do, you're going to have to do a control, delete, escape, or whatever it is, control, alt, delete. Right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and do a little reboot. Right. And sometimes that looks like. Last save point. Right, exactly. Sometimes that looks like getting away for the weekend if you have the ability. Sometimes it means shutting your door for a day, you know. it. It's all right to say, I'm not coming out today. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you know. You can slide my sandwich right under the door it's all right the thing is is you would do it for your children if your children were sick or if your children were just totally overwhelmed and they were like mom i just can't dad i well, don't know what thing, to do you know i'll speak to us in our house like there have been mornings because we are keyed in on this because we've yep. both had it happen to us in right. in positions that we thought we loved right. or you know right or were necessities or whatever we've hit burnout a couple times in our lives and so we can wake up one of our kiddos and just look at their little eyes and go, ooh, yeah. you're staying home today right. and playing video games. We're having a mental health day. Yeah. And yeah. it's, you know, it's not ever been abused. Like, our kids will no. never even ask for it. We'll look at them like, nah, you're left to center, killer. You're not doing anything right. today. Right. And they're always really appreciative yeah. of it. <laughs> and they do it. They, they yes. mentally disconnect. They, you know, Riley will paint, Levi will just veg out and whatever. They, yeah. they all have their little things they the do. Things they do. And then they're ready to rock, you know. Yeah. And so if you... If you're going to take the time to do that for your kiddos, mm-hmm. you really need, and that's the other thing, people are like, oh, it's selfish. It's not. It's not. We've said this on the show before. The most selfless thing you can possibly do is show up the best version of you right. for your family, for your job, for whatever it is you've got in front of you. Right. And I think that's the thing moving forward. If you are burnt out, you have been burnt out, you are afraid you're headed back towards burnout, is figuring out what it is that refills your cup. Right. And so if it's if it's having you know, 30 minutes a day, that's just yours. Nobody speaks to you. Nobody looks at you. Then ask for that. If it means once a week you go with your friends and have dinner and, you know, see a movie, then think about doing that. I mean, what are your hobbies? I think the other thing too, it's like you, you get to a certain point in adulthood and, you know, someone's like, so what do you do for fun? And you're like, um, I try and go to the bathroom by myself every once in a while without anybody talking to me. You know, it's like you start to, everything is so focused on work, 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 and family, 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 the kids, the kids, the, you know, whatever. What do you do that you enjoy, that you find, you know, where your mind just wanders and you can feel your shoulders drop because you're relaxed and you just have that smile that just kind of creeps in. Those are the things that you need to schedule into your life. I'm glad you went there with it because you know I have to geek a little bit, right? <laughs> Everyone's like, wow, that's a lot of woosah, Travis. I'm surprised. Yeah, it's about feeling good. Come on, get happy. Now, here's the real thing. It's also about intentionality. Right. It doesn't happen on its own. And where you landed on scheduling is, you know, your schedule yeah. is going to fill mm-hmm. up whether you like it or not. Yes. And so unless you've been a good steward of your own time right. and intentionally scheduled your thing, 
Right. You are going to get burnout. Right. You're never going to have. It's funny because when this all, you know, came to a head with me, it was like, I'm working my ass off. Yeah. And I'm missing my whole life. There's no right. pieces of me in any of this. Like right. the stuff you and the kids are doing, I was missing it all. Like, right. I, I mean, literally, I was texting you pictures of us doing. Doing all the things that the money things. was paying for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was like, I, there's none of me left. Right. And because I, there was no space for me to intentionally, I would let my entire schedule be consumed by everything else. Mm-hmm. And so I would have to get up in the middle of the night to lift. Right. Just to have time for me. Right. <laughs> but, you know, and it doesn't have to be this big grandiose thing. Like, you yeah. know me well enough to know that yeah. by around 4 or 4.30, I love my job. I love my clients. I love yeah. what I do. But by 4 or 4.30, it's like, I need to go drive my car somewhere yeah. and come back. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I need to just get the hell out of here yeah. for a minute and come back. Yep. And so I will I will make shit up at the store to go buy. <laughs> Do we need a single slice of American cheese? I'm, I'm sure straws. Anyone need straws? You like you like to drink some straws. <laughs> you guys want some paper napkins? I'll go get some paper napkins. The dogs need a treat. <laughs> the dogs always need something. There's always ice cream to buy, that's right? That's right. That's right. But you know that. Yes. And that's almost every day. Mm-hmm. I'll pop out in the afternoon sometime just for a minute, just yep. to clear my head and reset for the evening. Right. But it's a change of scenery. Right. It's your choice of music. No one is telling you, asking you anything because you're alone. You know? And it's a twofer generally because then you've got all a whole house wired with Alexa to do whatever you want. Right. <laughs> she just right. lit up. She just lit up. Sneaky. She thinks she, we're talking to her. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> and so but you, it's true. Then I, I, you know, when you do that, I take the same amount of time and I either go close our, myself in our room and lay face down in our bed right. <laughs> or I, you know, it's like, Oh, this is a chance where there's no other feet in the house. I can mop the floor. I can turn on the, right. my music really loud and I can mop and I can dance and I can unload the dishwasher. You know what I mean? And, because, and the thing is like, God, that doesn't sound very relaxing. It is. Like, no, no, no. For us. <laughs> right. That's the thing is that getting something accomplished. Yes. That it wasn't on the list right. makes us feel really good. <laughs> right, right. I am a, I'm a crazy floor person. Yes. I really like to have clean floors. And me so too. That's like, it's it's a gift. It's a gift to me. Right. And people <laughs> like, might look, at something wrong with you guys? No, this is to no. stop something from being wrong. Right, This exactly. is what we're doing. <laughs> exactly. And so the, the point is, though, you've got to be intentional. Yes, yep. Don't, and don't think you're going to just, oh, I'm just going to sit down for a second right. and I'm going to scroll through Instagram or Facebook or I'm going to send this one message and then I'll do whatever after I have a second here. Because right. that second is going to turn into 30 minutes and then you've used up half your time that you were going to do the thing that you wanted to do and then you're fussed that you didn't get to do it and it is just this vicious cycle. It's like every other I'll do it later in your life. Right. It never gets done. And when right. you become the I'll do it later, you are booking a one-way ticket to Fucksville, dude. <laughs> It's true. You're in trouble. It's true. So whether you have to set a timer or write it down, put an alarm in your phone, do something to get yourself to do the thing. Right. If you're not burnt out yet and it feels silly, do it anyway because then you won't have to experience it. Exactly. If and you- look, if you're not there, you're, you've got pieces of it already. It's just, yeah. it, look, it's human nature, man. It's going right. to happen no matter where you are, yes. what you're doing, what role you fill on the planet. Yeah. It's going to happen even if you absolutely love what you're doing. Right. It's parented. I love what I'm doing, yeah. but I hate chasing people. Right. <laughs> I, you know, it's, and it's, I was thinking through this earlier, like what sometimes causes burnout is that you're on the planet and that involves other humans. Right. Sometimes it's just having to deal with other humans. Yeah. Right. So then take absolutely. some time to be away from all of the humans. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But I, that's so true. I mean, there's no one on the planet that I could spend all of my time with. 
every single second. Me included. I mean, then, I mean, it's and it's okay because right. I feel the same way. Like, <laughs> but the reality is, is you know, we do spend the majority of our time because right, we together. work together and right, and yeah. we we are best friends and we do stuff together. Sure. And but there is that time where it's like, I love you so much. Please don't look at me. Yeah, there is sometimes where you look at me and go, and you think that I'm saying, I've just sucked one year of your life away. Like when I hit you with numbers first thing in the morning, right. you're like, you... I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! It's too early for this shit. Right, right. I had to work the drops in one more time. That's right, it's fun. But yeah, it doesn't matter what it is for you. Right. Be on purpose with it. Yes. Be as on purpose with it as you are anything else that you get done consistently. Right. And then just avoid it. All together. Right. Avoid ever getting to the point where, here's the other thing I'll say, because you had talked about, like, making minor adjustments or whatever. Mm-hmm. The other thing is this. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you've got to make up some whole new shit, like right. we did. Sometimes yeah. you've got to, I'm, I'm not saying start there, saying try right. everything else you can. Yeah. But sometimes you've got to burn that shit to the ground mm-hmm. and start fresh. And I'm Absolutely. not saying relationships or people. I'm saying, like, whatever space you're occupying. Maybe right. it's gotten to be too much. <laughs> right. And you're... Right. The thing is that, you know, if you are in the corporate world, maybe you need to transfer. Maybe you need to go to a whole other state. Maybe you need to move. You know, right. maybe you just need to, totally different surroundings. If you're in the mountains, you need to go to the beach. You're at the beach, you need to go to the plains. You're in the, you know, like sometimes that makes a huge I mean, when I was difference. still in that space, I was like clawing my way. Like I was yeah. one direction. It was straight up, you know. Yeah. That was my motivation to keep moving up, keep getting promoted, all that stuff. I saw people while I was there voluntarily take a demotion. Yeah. They, no respect loss, but like, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. I want to get bumped down. Yeah. And then overnight, they're a happier human. Yeah. Because there was a lot of crap, a lot of responsibility, a lot of just minutiae they didn't want to deal with. Yeah. And then just getting away from that, they were like, I'm good now. Exactly. They didn't leave the company. They didn't, you know, they didn't do what yeah. I did and said, see you, bye. Yeah. Like... But I think that's one thing too. It's giving yourself permission to say no. Right. Is is huge. Then that really can help curb burnout if you're in it, if you're headed towards it. Is it being okay with the fact that not everything someone asks you to do that you have to say yes to, whether it's your kids, your spouse, your friends, your other family, somebody at work. If somebody looks at you and says, "Oh, I need you to do this one more thing," you can look right back at them in their eyes and say. Mm. Right. No, I'm sorry. I can't it's, do this that. This is such a dumb example, but it happened today. <laughs> oh, yeah? You were there for it. What? I bought like two dozen donuts. <laughs> and of the two dozen, there was like three mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, man, that's going to be great. Like three that I was excited about maybe right. having. Mm-hmm. And I watched as, as the children, <laughs> like it was planned, Mothra. took. And there was ones that I knew would be their favorites in there that mm-hmm. were not the three that I liked. Right. And they just went straight for the three. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, really? And in, that, in a very brief moment, I I had a micro burnout. And I was like, I gotta walk away. <laughs> like I wasn't mad at anybody. I just right. it was one of those it's one of those situations where you like, I can't believe that shit just happened. Right, where it shocks you. Right. You're just shocked, like, oh, really, I didn't universe? think that could even you happen. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but that those little moments, right? Yes. Those universe, you son of a bitch, mm-hmm. are the moments that add up. To real burnout. And yes. unless you can stop, identify it, and work through it real quick. And I did. I was like, hang on a second. I, right. I was flabbered and simultaneously gasted. <laughs> and I have it. I could not believe they were not ravenous dogs for the maple bars with bacon. I know. I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> I put bacon on your pastries, damn it. <laughs> but 
And I came back. I'm like, all right, I'm good, guys. Right. Everyone's like, sorry. I'm like, no, it's fine. You shouldn't be upset. I got them for everyone. Right. Which is one of those, I can't believe that shit just happened right. moments. <laughs> but if you're one of those people who it seems to be happening to you within your family, within your relationship, within your friend group, whatever, sit down and say, hey, guys, I need this. Right. Like, I, I need whatever. And the chance <laughs> that you give someone else to be helpful in your life is really kind of exciting because it is helpful to you. And everybody wants to be, you know, encouraging and helpful in someone else's life, yes, particularly definitely. if you love and care about them. So, And that was the <laughs> other part of it. I know my tribe. And so I was like, had I just said I want that one, they'd be like, fine, dude. No one would have cared. Right, nobody. Why? Because there was... Two dozen other donuts that were their favorite things ever. Right, because there's six of us and 24 donuts. (laughs) But yeah, that's the thing. Like you, this is one of those times where I'm not saying be selfish. I'm saying stand up for yourself. Right, ask for what you need. Yeah, and look, you know, we could go down a rabbit hole on that real quick about well, if they say no, well, then maybe it's time to read it. We're not going to do it. Right, save it. (laughs) Right, but the one thing that it does do is it gives the other person the chance to say you know, I've been feeling the same way or I've had the same concern for you or for myself. Right. I also need X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then you can high five and be like, dude, this is awesome. We're right. both we were taking care of our mental health. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, burnout. Burnout. We won't go too long because I think we're probably going to just finish out the month doing some of these. I think yeah. it's important and yes. it's something that, I don't know, like mental health awareness month, like, eh, should be all 12. Like, you should keep your... Yep. Your, your peepers yeah. pop for this shit yeah. all the time. You certainly can't be the best version of yourself if your mental health is struggling. Correct. So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you took something away for it, from it, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.